1: Free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert.
0: You're locked on NHL, your daily podcast on the national hockey
2: league, part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day. Hey fans, happy Wednesday. You're listening to Locked On NHL, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. You can download the Locker Room app from the iOS app store and find one of our Locked On rooms. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. Talking sports and specifically hockey here today on this show. I am Sarah Avampato, host of Locked On Kings, joined as always by Tom Gazzola, my source for all things Oilers, And uh, we're just going to let him gloat for a couple of minutes about Connor McDavid. So I'm not going to set a timer, but, you know, you'll get a limited amount of time to talk about how great Connor McDavid is. Go.
0: Oh, boy, what an honor. (laughs) Well, I'll start with this. I'll just say it. I mean, if he is not the unanimous MVP, uh, whoever doesn't vote for him, you know, you're just trying to create controversy. We've already seen a few out there start Mm -hmm. to stir the pot, uh, you know, promoting guys that they cover uh, on teams that they think um, deserve the MVP nod. And we're going to get into the minutia of what the heart trophy definition is. And it'll create these stupid conflicts in the coming weeks leading up to when they finally release uh, the winners and champions of the NHL awards and Um, all of the ones who don't vote for him number one are wrong this year in particular let's just put it that way and I'm taking off the Oilers colored glasses I don't work for them anymore I have not worked for them for three years I worked for TSN and TSN 1260 and I can tell you subjectively objectively any which way you want to go about it this is the best player in the world right now bar none Austin Matthews Amazing hockey player, one of the best in the world. Still not as good as Connor McDavid. David Pasternak, amazing hockey player. Still not as good as Connor McDavid. Nathan McKinnon, electrifying, fantastic, fabulous hockey player. Still not as good as Connor McDavid. Brad Marchand, same thing. We can go down the list and on and on and on. And I'll even throw Leon Drysaddle in there. What a what a tremendous hockey player, Sarah. He's got an eighty-point season going right now only to be overshadowed, which is ridiculous that we're saying an 80-point season in 54 games is being overshadowed. It's being overshadowed by Connor McDavid's current 102-point season, probably more when all is said and done by Saturday after the Oilers play the Canucks. Uh, That's how amazing this season has been. He will win the Ted Lindsay Award as voted on by his peers outright, and he should win the Hart Trophy outright as voted on by the media covering the National Hockey League. Those who disagree, your arguments are invalid, especially this season. This is the best player in the world, bar none. You saw the magic on Saturday. I called it months ago. It happened. I'm going to gloat here. This is the only time your MVP, ladies and gentlemen, for the 2021 season Connor McDavid
2: well it's it's hard to argue with that Um, as as someone who doesn't have Oilers colored glasses just watching what he has done has been (laughs) phenomenal and you know I I I see if if he hadn't hit this hundred point season you know with still games remaining in a weird truncated season if, if he hadn't hit this mark I can see some arguments for like is he you know, is he the guy who should win this award? But there's just no question. I love the fact that the Writers Association has to release uh, their, their votes yeah. for this award, because then we will all get to see who did not vote for Connor McDavid and be like, what, who were you, what game were you watching? Because there, he has just been lights out. I cannot imagine where the Oilers would be in the standings if he were not on this team or if he missed a chunk of the season, even. I'm I'm sure you know the statistics way better than I do, but the number of, goals that he has factored in on for the Oilers is just phenomenal. Uh yeah. so, you know, congratulations to the Oilers for that guy.
0: <laughs> well, it was really tough to pick him first overall in 2015. <laughs> I know they they really went back and forth between him and Jack Eichel. Uh no, not so much. And Jack <laughs> Eichel is a tremendous hockey player and, you know, he's playing in a tough position in Buffalo. But yeah, and like Sarah, there's no denying that him and Dry Settle are the leading thoroughbreds charging forward for this organization. No question. But they do have good pieces insulating mm-hmm. and surrounding these guys. And you need the right mix. And it seems like at this time, the right mix is starting to be put together. And they are finally reaching that. A moment where they should be in the mix as a contender. At, and I think the moment is now people are writing them off uh, to a certain extent. People don't like the goaltending. Mike Smith has had a, a an almost Vesna caliber season. People have talked about giving him mm-hmm. Vezna votes. Like it's incredible. He's been excellent at 39 years old, Miko Koskinen. He's been okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Like it takes a special goalie to let four goals in on four shots to start a game. <laughs> Koskinen's that guy but I digress in general and on average his numbers are okay uh, but Mike Smith is clearly the number one their defense with Darnell Elners and Tyson Berry who lead in a couple of different categories offensively in the defense department have been excellent they've got a shutdown pairing now in Kulakov and Larson that's been excellent and they have good grinders in the third and fourth line so this is a team that's starting to be able to say they can make noise. And they might in the postseason. I think, especially if they face Winnipeg, who is stumbling and bumbling their way to the finish line here, uh, they should be able to get past the Jets. And then it could set up an epic matchup against either Montreal or Toronto. And I know most fans want to see Toronto and Edmonton in a playoff matchup. would be amazing. And then you could have the true champion of the Marner-Matthews combination up against the Dreisaitl-McDavid combination and uh, one of those teams in that combination goes into the co- conference finals which will be amazing and uh, or we call it semifinals this year who knows anymore who knows? <laughs> right like you know <laughs> who knows uh, so yeah it's i i can go on and on and clearly i've <laughs> taken up way too much time but you, you gave me carte blanche here so i, I ran with I it thank you. thank you thank you thank <laughs>
2: you it's yeah, it's good. it's going to be an interesting time for like especially because so many people and ha- have been because of the way this season has been a lot of people really don't know what's going on outside of their own division and that's you know that's understandable and i, I can't fault any fan who is like what's happening with the oilers i don't know because you haven't seen them all season so it's going to mm-hmm. be really interesting to see what happens and a bunch of people might actually finally clue into oh wow like he is having a monster season um, you know, and not just having to be like, oh, you know, that Edmonton media again. Huh. Uh, you know, you'll, you'll get to actually see him in action and be like, oh, wait, <laughs> this guy's legit.
0: Yes, yes. Be amazed by all that is Connor McDavid. Uh, it truly is something to behold.
2: I'm sure we will have many more reasons to talk about Connor McDavid coming up over the next couple of weeks. We've got more coming up right after this, but first let's talk about Locker Room. It is the best place to go to talk about sports with your favorite writers, podcasters, influencers, broadcasters, super fans. People just like you who want to talk about sports. Locker Room is a social audio platform made for sports fans just like you. It is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with basically whoever you want. It is a great place to start or join conversations all about your favorite league, your favorite sport, your favorite team. And you can find people having things like watch parties or debates or talking about big trade rumors or news or, you know, just commiserating about how bad their teams are. Anything that you want to be talking about sports-wise, you can find it on Locker Room. You can even find locked-on hosts from across the network doing rooms. So whatever team you're into, whatever big story you want to hear about, you're going to be able to find a locker room talking about it. So go download the free Locker Room app, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the NHL group for the latest league updates. I know you're going to find a ton of incredible rooms all about your favorite teams and leagues so download the locker room app today on the ios app store locker room it's changing the way we talk sports. And you know, maybe there should be a locker room about built Bars. That kind of feels like a thing that we would be into here at Locked On uh, because we love built Bars. They are delicious. They are good for you. They are portable because they're very small and you can just stick one in your bag. But what is a built Bar, you ask? Well, it is the best tasting protein bar that is out there. Uh, they are, like I said, they're good for you. They're high in protein, high in fiber, not full of sugars or things that Uh, you know, when you go see a doctor, they're like, you should eat a vegetable. Built Bars are, they're not vegetables, but they're definitely much better for you than 98% of the other things that I eat in any given day. Uh, But Built Bars are tasty, and you know that you're putting something good into your body that tastes like a candy bar. They come in nine amazing core flavors, including cherry, peanut butter, brownie, salted caramel, and more. Plus, there's always limited edition flavors that happen to come out, especially around holidays and and stuff like that, so you're never going to uh, exactly know what you're going to get until you visit BuiltBar.com and check out all of the cool flavors they have available. So go over to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Uh, we're going to spend the rest of today, though, talking about teams that don't have a Conor McDavid and that uh, do not get to experience the joy of the playoffs uh, because we're looking at teams that uh, didn't do so hot. Two of them have already made kind of big splashes by announcing that they are moving on from their coaches. John Tortorella is out in Columbus. Rick Tockett is out in uh, Arizona. Uh, Tortorella, I think, was uh, everyone expected or at least a, uh, the Columbus fan base and Columbus, Columbus media expected. I feel feel like a lot of other people are treating it like uh, it's news to them, but everyone sort of expected this one to go that way. Uh, Talk it maybe a little more surprising, but when you look at Arizona uh, and just that organization, uh, you can't really say you're surprised either. So what do you think are the next moves for those guys? Tortorella has said he has no interest in retiring and he wants to keep coaching. Um, Do they land somewhere? anytime soon and what other coaches might be on the hot seat that those guys may be in the market for jobs for
0: right it's interesting and Tortorella is one that if he doesn't intend on retiring anytime soon I would think that teams in general would be more leery of hiring him on Mm -hmm. just because his old shtick resurfaced in Columbus. Mm -hmm. It only took a couple of years, but it finally did, and you're just like, all right, it's the same old John Tortorella. And I don't know. Like you clearly saw the friction between him and Patrick Line like right from the outset. And uh there was even discussions and rumors that was Tortorella coaching to be fired. Mm -hmm. Like, wow, what kind of red flags are those? Those are incredible. (laughs) You, You look at that and you go, what? And sure enough, you know, unsurprisingly, he's not returning to the, to the Columbus Blue Jackets. And uh, now Patrick Line will get a fresh start with a new coach in Columbus and Jack Roslevick and so on, so on. And we'll see if they can refine their form. They should have been a better team than what they mm-hmm. were. And uh, they'll, they'll probably get to do that and certainly will try to do that with a new bench boss. So in terms of who goes to Columbus, it's interesting. Like I saw a graphic someone put up like Gerard Gallant's name came up for Columbus and he was there already once before. (laughs) And people are wondering if, if he ends up in Seattle, if that's a destination for him, Rick Tockett, there's some people saying maybe he goes back to Philly as an assistant coach to Elaine Vigneault. like, but Rick Tockett, speaking of him, like that situation in, in Arizona Sarah, you alluded to it. Like the new owner, the new management. Um, it is a a time of flux there. Mm-hmm. And it is figuring itself out still. It honestly feels like the Arizona Coyotes are in a constant state of flux, which is too bad because they have a, a pretty good setup there. It's a comfortable place to play. Uh you you're not under media scrutiny or fan scrutiny like other markets. And and sometimes that tends to lead to success on the ice because you've got that that comfort level and and you can just go out and play and and generally when you feel good and you you tend to play good and uh that hasn't worked there because there's been mismanagement the leadership has been questionable the john chica situation like they're still paying for what he did um and then he walked away or was forced out whatever you want to call it or however you want to describe it so I think it's more Rick Tockett saying, you know what? Thank you for having me. It's been an Mm -hmm. honor and a pleasure to be back here. I'm going somewhere else. Uh, I don't need this anymore. It's someone else's problem. So who fills in in Arizona? I could see it being an opportunity for an up-and-coming coach. And Emily Kaplan put out a great article with some names to be on the lookout for. A couple of guys I'm really partial to. Jay Woodcroft, who's down in Bakersfield. He was an Mm -hmm. assistant coach with the Oilers. Really good guy. Uh, showing people in the hockey world that he is capable of being a head coach. He's guided the Bakersfield Condors to so a very good record in a truncated, weird season. And on top of that, Sarah, he's done it by grooming the next wave of Oilers prospects mm-hmm. who are now playing with the big club. Kyler Yamamoto's there. You've got Ethan Bear, Caleb Jones that are contributing on a day-to-day basis. Now Ryan McLeod is up with the big club. Gaetan Haas, uh, spent some time in Bakersfield briefly last year, and uh, he's been a mainstay with the Oilers. Like things like that get people's attention for all the right reasons, and then you throw the record on top of it, and you go, "Geez, he's doing a pretty darn good job." So he's put together some good seasons there. He might get some attention, and then another guy that might is Todd Nelson is a guy that's with Dallas. He was kind of a next wave of head coach, but he had to go mm-hmm. back down to Grand Rapids. Now he's an assistant coach with. Dallas but maybe he's comfortable there who knows I know Nelly likes living in the southwest uh, when he was in Oklahoma City he was very comfortable there and then another name is Rocky Thompson mm-hmm. I'm curious where Rocky ends up he's done a very good job at all levels of coaching since leaving the Oilers as an assistant he's done it all he was a head coach in Chicago with the Wolves he was yep. a, a head coach with the Windsor Spitfires he was an assistant coach now like Maybe Rocky is surging to the point where he gets an opportunity and Arizona might be a team that says, we want a fresh face, someone new, someone we can believe in and build with. And let's not kid ourselves too. uh, A new NHL head coach doesn't come with a steep price tag Mm -hmm. and, and that might fit the bill there too.
2: Yeah, Rocky Thompson's definitely one I've kind of kept my eye on covering him when he was in Chicago with the Wolves. Um, Just every interaction I've ever had with him just screams, this guy is going to be back in the NHL and he is going to be back in a head coaching position. And he is, I feel feel like especially looking at Arizona's situation with, you know, really needing a youth movement and needing to start moving up those prospects and uh, getting them into the NHL. Uh, he he is so good with working with young players and team better than the sum of its parts. Yeah. Um, the, the first year he coached the first, the or really the second season he coached in, in Chicago, he had just an outstanding roster. He had some of the best players in the AHL uh, at that point, the year after that. He had some guys and, you know, there are certainly guys who are good pieces uh, that you build around who are, of course, now in the NHL. uh, But he didn't have the elite scorers that he had the previous season. And he still guided that team, you know, before the pandemic ended the season to be pretty, pretty competitive, way more competitive than I think that they should have been uh, because he found the right buttons to push and the right systems to deploy to get those players to be the best they could be. And, you know, I, I think that he'd be a very, a very strong choice. I know the guys from locked on sharks would be very mad if he uh, was stolen away by another team. They like having him on the bench there in San Jose, but uh, you know, I think that he's a guy who will get there sooner rather than later to, to the point where last season, all of us were basically sitting around anytime there was rumors of a coach vacancy opening up, we'd be like, is this the last day we're going to talk to Rocky Thompson because he's going to wow. get a job in the NHL tomorrow?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm glad you had that interaction with him because such such a good guy, isn't he? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, he, he is one of those people who I feel like I learned something every time I talked to him. And whether it was about the game or about his philosophy or just the systems he used. Uh, And also none of my questions were ever too dumb for him. (laughs) Even if I asked a horrible rambling question, he still managed to give me a five minute answer that I was like, this is, this is perfect. Uh, He's very good (laughs) at communicating. And if he can communicate with me, a person who never got past beer league hockey, uh, you know, I can only imagine how good he is at communicating with players.
0: I'll say one thing about that and and that's a great point Sarah is at all levels of hockey where he coached he's had success that's the mm-hmm. first thing and then the communicating part he has an appreciation for the game and what it's brought to him where it's brought him who he's been able to encounter mm-hmm. and he recognizes that there's no snootiness to it mm-hmm. you know he sees it as a privilege and that just that demeanor goes a mm-hmm. long way and and you bring that demeanor with the right attitude, with the right knowledge, information, and experience, that is a deadly combination. So
2: that's a very good point.
0: I'm glad you brought that up.
2: Oh, I'm, I'm excited. This is going to be an exciting offseason, I think, for a lot of teams looking to make changes, looking to make the next step. And it, it gives teams a chance to be creative, be a little radical in who they hire and who they bring on. So I'm I'm hoping we see some out-of-the-box choices and not just, you know, The redux of Mike Babcock for the four hundredth time, or whatever. Like, let's let's get interesting uh, next season. we will wrap things up right after this. But first, let's talk about Wealthfront because investing can be both fun and super complicated. And maybe if you're a beginner, you find it a little bit intimidating to get started. Wealthfront is going to make all of that super easy for you. Wealthfront has the right tools for every portfolio and and all of the choices that they make for that portfolio are done based off of preferences that you control. There's no manual trades, there's no picking stocks, there's no sitting around in front of your computer waiting for it to make some sort of loud beeping noise to tell you you have to do something something immediately with a stock. Everything is handled automatically by Wealthfront. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. You just need 500 dollars to get started so you can grow your wealth the easy way. Let Wealthfront do all the hard work for you. To get your first five thousand dollars managed for free for life, go to wealthfront.com slash locked on NHL. That's W E A L T H F R O N T dot com slash locked on NHL to start growing your savings. Go to wealthfront.com slash locked on NHL and get started today. And you know what's the saying? You have to like earn money to spend money or you have to Earn money to, there's some sort of cool saying. What I'm saying is, once you're set up with Wealthfront, go over and grow your money with BetOnline.ag by getting in on all of the sports action. Baseball is in full swing. We've got the NHL headed to the playoffs, obviously. We have all sorts of cool stuff going on, whether it's horse racing or fighting or baseball or basketball or whatever. You can get all of the latest odds and news information contests, everything like that over on betonline.ag. So head on over to the website betonline.ag on your laptop or your mobile device. Check out everything they have to offer and get into the game as your favorite team maybe preps for the run to the playoffs. Receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code LOCKEDON. That's betonline.ag, promo code LOCKEDON, betonline, your online sportsbook experts. We do have uh, one other thing I wanted to look at, which is the teams who didn't make it this year. Uh, We have, at least in the West, everything is all settled uh, in in terms of playoff positions, and now it's just down to the final jockeying for points for seeding. Looking at those teams, some of them were rebuilding, some of them just were a disaster unexpectedly. You know, looking at the teams that didn't make it, what are the biggest needs that, uh, that have to be addressed? Which teams have the biggest holes that they need to figure out?
0: Uh, okay. Well, man, uh, especially with uh, like teams like Buffalo and New Jersey, like lots mm-hmm. of holes there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Vancouver surprisingly finishing last or potentially finishing last in the North. There's holes there too, bad contracts and all of that. A, a team that I, I'm surprised that didn't make the postseason and expected more from is Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. that that's one team where i'm like geez you had so much more potential you were so much better last year and it just went sideways like like i look at them i look at the dallas stars two teams that were in the postseason last year the stars i i think really were done in by stuff that was out of their control covid mm-hmm. hitting right out of the gate um that that ridiculous snowstorm that knocked out the power in the Texas power grid and, and really forced them to play a really tough schedule, they had guys coming off of injuries in a short a short tinned
1: off season mm-hmm.
0: compared to other teams and so I think like Dallas should be fine, like Philly should also be bouncing back next year, like they might have a few little adjustments that they have to make, Sarah, but all the pieces seem to be there. You know what i mean mm-hmm. uh, that's that's a team I think that should rebound easily. The Rangers. Seem to have the pieces and are going in the right direction, but all this front office stuff yeah. that might mess with them. Um, and then I'll, I'll, I'll throw a sleeper in there. I think Ottawa is going to surprise some people next year. I'll, I'll oh, say yes. that they, like it. <laughs> they they went 0 and 9 against Edmonton, and if they had won even just a, a couple of those, so mm-hmm. say they won four of those nine, they would have a 500 record. Mm-hmm. You know, it, they they would have been better. Say they went four four and one against Edmonton, they would be a five hundred. That's pretty good for a team that was expected to do zero. Yeah. So I'll say Ottawa is my sleeper team. Um, I'll do one more sleeper team. I will say that the LA Kings surprise people next season.
2: You're not just sucking up to me on that one, are you? Maybe a little bit. <laughs> I let you talk about Connor McDavid, so I yeah, guess. Uh... Yeah. <laughs>
0: co-host appreciation comment exactly yeah. exactly
2: yeah but yeah I mean I, f- I feel like with with the teams going back next season to their standard alignments I feel like this year also caused so much chaos in terms of what we expected from teams just because no one was playing who they usually would when you look at the normal Pacific division you know the Flames are still struggling the Canucks are struggling the Coyotes are doing whatever it is they're doing those are three teams that could the Kings jump past any of them? Probably next season, yeah. you know, yeah. and the same with, with the central division and uh, you know, looking at Dallas, you know, do I think that the stars are going to be a worse team than the jets or next year's predators? Like, no, I don't. Like, you know, I think that they can definitely bounce back. Um, Chicago is going to be interesting to watch. They have a, a big offseason ahead of them in terms of, uh, what they do. I know that Dylan Strom has been the conversation lately uh, because he has been scratched a bunch of times and it seems like he's on his way out. You know, what can you get for him if you're moving on for him? Will they be back in the playoffs? I don't know, but I think that they had some really interesting core pieces to start building around for the future. And if they can get their defense to be even vaguely okay, uh, you know, they could be in the conversation, I feel like next season too.
0: Kevin Lankinen. That's all Mm -hmm. I have to say. Where did he come from? Well, (laughs) Finland. But he he was great. He was great for them, especially for the first three quarters of the season, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. And he just, you know, he hit a wall like any young goaltender playing behind a team that uh, is not always protecting him the best that they could be. Uh, I, I just watched you know, two Kings games in a row against the Colorado avalanche where I was like, why did the goalie even like if I were Cal Peterson, the Kings goalie, I would have left, you know, <laughs> like, the, 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 in one games, the cut, the, uh, the avalanche got more shots in one period than the Kings did the whole game. So, wow. you know, it, it, once teams like the Kings and the, the Blackhawks and, you know, throw the ducks and the sharks in there too. Like once they start addressing those issues, you know, things are going to get a little more competitive, a little crazy. And uh, mm-hmm. you know guys like Kevin Lankanen are the ones who come out of nowhere and uh, show that they can help save your season.
0: So true. So true. Yeah. And, and you know what the other thing I'll say about this year has done too? It's like people have just jumped to conclusions about mm-hmm. teams in certain divisions and uh, I'll, I'll throw it out there again. Like I've had people on my show text us and call us and say that the North is the NFC East. And it's like, <laughs> How how do you even make that correlation? Mm-hmm. None of these teams have played any other teams in any other division. That is ridiculous. So yeah, it, it's it's such a weird it's it's a blender. You know, it's just it's the bingo balls popping. Mm-hmm. That's what this season is, and it's a one time thing. Thank God, hopefully, and and we'll see nor- normalcy next year, and and we'll really better get a really good better sense and gauge of where these teams stack up against one another. I think
2: I am already excited for next season. I'm excited for the playoffs as we get to see how all of these teams finally do when they start stacking up against each other and uh, finally play teams that they haven't seen all season long. I'm really excited for that moment. And we of course are going to keep, keep our eyes on the playoffs and of course, whatever other, cool and interesting and weird stories develop out of the NHL as we continue here every week on locked on NHL. Tom, where can people find you if they want to also gloat about Conor <laughs> <laughs> Uh
0: You can find me on Twitter at Tom Gasola Two Z's or for my uh, fellow Canadians Z's and uh, on TSN 1260 doing the pre and post game show every Oilers game day. And uh, yeah, we're going into the playoffs here, Sarah. It's going to get very exciting. I'm not going to lie yesterday's show and uh, Wednesday's show and Friday or Saturday's show are going to be pretty, pretty nonchalant and casual, but when things ramp up and the Oilers finally get into game one of round one next week, it's going to be uh, a million miles an hour, right out of the gates. I can't wait.
2: No, oh, we're going to, it's just going to be the culmination of this whole weird season and yeah. a lot to look forward to uh, for people who want to find me, who want to commiserate about the Kings, you know, Blowing it at the end of the season. You can find me on Twitter at Right Said Sarah. This show is on Twitter at Locked on NHL Pods. Give us a follow there so you can keep up not only with this show, but with all of the cool stuff happening across the Locked on NHL podcast network. Follow the show on whatever your favorite podcast app of choice is so you never miss another episode. And come back tomorrow and every day this week for more great hockey news, breaking stories, wild predictions, and uh, who knows what else we're going to come up with. Uh, That is it for this week from us. We'll be back uh, next Wednesday chatting about whatever's happening on the left side of the map. This has been Locked On NHL, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.